This morning, I was working out and I was doing some side lunges, as you do, and I was fine. I was fine. And also, I am fine. You are fine. And I, but listen. Let's get back to your hip complaint. No, I'm going to get there. Are you feeling so strong in workouts lately? I am very strong. Now, you guys think this is leading to like an ad for like a powder or something. It's not legitimately i just was doing a workout we we started working out with a trainer i don't know like six weeks ago maybe maybe and so now three days a week we are being having our butt kicked chiseled and this morning he had me do a push-up on the bosu did he have you do that so it's like unstable yes and i did it like a navy seal (laughs) when i tell you the strength the full chest to the Bosu. People don't even know what a Bosu oh, is. This is not is, an ad for a Bosu. But oh, is it's that like, a brand? I thought it was like the, it, what the thing is called. I think it's a brand. When it looks like a ball, but it's half a ball. Half a ball on a platform. <laughs> half a ball on a platform is the perfect description. But I did these like unstable push-ups like a boss. Also on that same contraption, I did some side lunges that have come back to haunt me. I've thrown out my hip. I'm like a. I'm like your. You Mima. sound. You sound like grandma. I am like grandma. You're like grandma Lee. I need some icy hot. You need some ice. You or need some tiger ball. Some blue. I do need some deep blue. Honestly, we are actually talking about a good topic today. It's not my hip. What are we? We're not going to talk about your hip for the entire episode. Can you imagine? You know, I could do it. The thing is, I do know you can do it. <laughs> Let's not test her, folks. Nope. Don't challenge me. You could give me... That is a spiritual gifting. You could give me any topic. Your greatest strength is also your greatest weakness. Is true. That is, is true. true. That is true. Today, we're talking about a question. One question? We had like the absolute pleasure of having Scott Miller come to our office and record a podcast, which he came in and he was talking to our staff. He get, We did this great fireside chat. And he said something that I thought was so wise. He said, there's one major question you need to ask your partner or the people you work with or, or people you're in relationship with. And I was knocked sideways by this question, and I thought, man, that would be a really interesting Rise Together podcast if, A, we talked about it, B, you and I answered it. Let's go. And then, C, we encouraged listeners to do the same. Let's do it. So the question that you need to ask your partner is, what is it like to be in a relationship with me? Bum, bum. Hi, I'm Rachel Hollis. And I'm Dave Hollis. And we're married. For like 15 years. And we have four kids. That's like a thousand kids. We've been foster parents to four kids as well. And we're running a business together. That's a lot of things. It is a lot of things. But we know that it's possible to have an exceptional relationship regardless of the stresses you have in your life. So if you want some tips and tricks on how we get through all the things, this is Rise Together. All right. You first. What is it like to be in a relationship with you? Like 
it's sort of the idea, the the idea, the whole conversation was about high courage conversations. Yeah. That you as a leader or a manager or a coworker would have high courage conversations with your team about their blind spots. So we can't see our blind spots. Uh, you know, we can't see our limiting beliefs because if we knew that they were limiting beliefs, we'd wouldn't be limited by them, right? Like that is we can't correct. see things. So we need our accountability buddy to see them for us. And how often have you ever asked, like, what's it like? Like, what are the great things about it? And frankly, what's hard about being in a relationship with me? Yeah. So are we starting with the good things or the bad things, honey? What if we start with the hard things? Sure. Uh, I'll start with the good things. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, because I, I, I think what I want to start with more than anything is I, as a peacekeeper, probably struggle more than you as a soul piercer uh, in this. And so I... Really quickly, for people who don't have the language, we're talking about Enneagram. That so is correct. Dave is a nine on the Enneagram, which means that he is a peacekeeper. I am a three on the Enneagram, which means I am an achiever. I'm sorry. It's achiever. I said I, soul piercer. Soul piercer. Par- I apologize. I'm not sure no. what that language was. I am sorry. <laughs> that was an incorrect name. Was it though? Was it though? Um, that preamble is an attempt for me to suggest that like, man... It is a, it's a harder thing for me probably in our relationship to be the person who would disrupt the peace in talking honestly about what it's like to have anything that's a negative in our relationship exist. That said, you're also not very confrontational. So let's go. We're going to get into it. Um, what is it like being married to you? It is a tapestry of like a thousand different things is number one. Because it's not like it's a single thing. It really ends up depending on the time of day, the season we're in, the like context, whether it's you as a mom, you as a wife, you as a business operator. We spend so much, mm-hmm. so much, so much time together that I, in both great ways and hard ways, get to have every single part of you all day long, every single day. <laughs> That's true. Right? And so... Um, you know, on the whole, man, I am encouraged by you. I'm held accountable by you. I am made to laugh by you. I'm loved by you. Like, there's so many, so many great things. And I'm challenged by you mm-hmm. in the ways that can sometimes be frustrating, can sometimes cause strain. So... Is this still the positive part? Or I, are we doing it all? I'm, I'm doing the mix, the okay. mixed bag. And then I'm going to... And now I will pivot. I'll pivot into... Um, the things that are more challenging in real time in what it's like to be married to you, um, the growing pains of working in this business together are a thing that didn't exist in our life 18 months Absolutely. ago. And so we're still getting used to how to navigate loving each other through the work of compromise and the struggle with ego and the possibility of a thing that I say or you say being received in a way that was not actually even intended because of the emotion of our roles overlapping, our egos battling. So, um, 
you know, the fact that you are the founder of the company that we are operating has made my feeling, I mean, this is, we've talked about this so much, I'm like nervous to even bring this up, but like I have had times where I think I've taken a little bit more of a, just tell me what you'd like me to do as the leader of this organization posture, because the history that you've had in running this this company for the 15 years before I got here makes me having an opinion that isn't yours, one that sometimes is met with what I perceive to be as creator's bias, you know, in a way that is like, well, why waste time? Like, why waste time? And that can be frustrating for me because, man, I think I got some good ideas and some good vision for where I want to take this thing. I'm not sure that my perception in your wanting to, you know, have your say or weigh in or whatever is a, it's not a bad, I I can, even as I'm saying it, I know that it's not a bad thing, but I still have an emotional reaction at times to wanting so badly to do well in this work as the person who's trying to lead the organization forward and the worry of whether I'm doing it well relative to how you did it for 15 years, if I'm doing it in a way that requires permission before I do it because of your founder-ness, um, is, is a hard thing that I'm still, you know, that part I'm still working through. Um, I feel like we should start keeping a list. Yeah. Because you bring this up to me all the time. Yeah. And I don't like, I mean, I'm the head of creative, so I'm very opinionated on creative, but like, I honestly can't tell you something that you've come up with or wanted to do in the business in your area that I've shut down or so I'm like, is that lingering from the past or I'm like, I really, yeah. I don't know an and I don't know an example of. By the way, like we're modeling in real time what this conversation looks like when your partner brings it up. I'm, I, I'm not. I don't want to be defensive, but yeah. I don't. I can't. I don't know what you're talking about. I know that I did that absolutely when we started working together, but I have been so intentional in the last six nine months to try and really stay in my lane. Yeah. Do you no, not feel like that? No, here's the thing. I, this is, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know that we need to necessarily litigate the, is this real or is this not? This is like a, hey, this is how this feels. Mm-hmm. And whether it's real or isn't real, to me is a like better handled in us. I like the idea of like open a ledger, Dave. If this is really a thing that you think is real, write down instances of when this feels like it's happening so that say it in real time or say it in real time so that we can process through whether what you're perceiving is real or totally made up because again i just because i'm suggesting is that this is a thing that i'm feeling i'm not even saying that it's real i'm just suggesting this is a thing that i'm that i am feeling and man i'm not trying to discount the work that you're doing to make it not feel like you know, either of us, frankly, have ideas that don't have as much weight or count as much for how we drive the business forward. 
but it's still, you know, I, I came out of an environment where I was leading a big team without a ton of permission moments. And it's a new thing working with a partner who I have to check in with. And there's an interesting binary on off switch that when it feels like I've taken a step in an environment that's a little less familiar for me and I get a redirect, I, you know, I think this is a byproduct of having had more a fixed mindset over the course of time. My impulse is just go to the source and ask what she'd like to do instead of taking the initiative and being redirected because time, because it ain't worth it. Like, you know, like, who, cause but kind I mean, of who that's cares a little like, bit. That is, that's business is like, we are in partnership and in the same way, like we just had a meeting yesterday where I was like, I think it should be this. And I felt very strongly that I was right. And then the team was like, you're not right. Here's why. And I was like, you guys are right. Do what you thought you were going to do. That's business. I, again, I'm not suggesting that my emotional response is rational. It's emotional for good reason. So what how I'm, do I then, how do I better handle that for you? Because what I, I'm just like doing business the way I've done it always is like, yeah. hey, this is oh, my no, the, like the, the answer in this one is you're being finished with travel, us creating process and milestones, getting in meetings that without having to wait until you're available because of having been out of town, we're able to get stakeholders around the, you know, the right table at the right time to let the teams who have to make the plans roll, man, that changes so many things. So I think a lot of the stuff that's frustrating in the shorter term is access to you related and time related. Like the team needs to make a decision. They're coming to me in the absence of having access to you we're spending time doing the work, making the decision, only to find out that, whoop, we didn't include you in a conversation, not for not wanting to get you involved, but because you have not had an open window on your calendar for the last four months. You know, so I think we solve it with process and time, you know, better time management. I think this a lot, like, isn't it interesting that if we didn't work together, you would only ever get the part of me that you got when I was just your wife. Yeah. And so that's, I mean, it's an interesting thing because it feels like you get this, I hope, richer experience in knowing me and doing life with me because you're also getting me as a leader and a business partner and not just the wife who was there when you got home and like told you about her day and listened to your day like the good and the bad because oh, for sure. now you it's almost like when you're dating someone and you sort of only get those like limited moments with them so it's more the good stuff only and then you get married and now you know what their dirty underwear looks like yeah yeah it's the, the thing is it's great it's just again still so new and i know like at a certain point 18 months won't feel like it's so new it's just still so new that there's some parts of it that i you know i never had to contemplate compartmentalizing 
the woman I go on date night with on Thursday with the partner I'm sitting in a room constructively debating the benefits of going left versus going right with. We get to do that every day. And there are certain days where, you know, what was your line yesterday? Do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? Like that, 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 that decision we get to make like four times a day. Yeah. Here's the thing. If we were working in radial tires and you were designing <laughs> a tire a season, right? And then once the design for the tire was done, True. there wasn't a lot of other creative elements. True. All we do is create things. Yeah. It's the only thing we do. We're creating a podcast in real time. The yeah. only thing we do is create. So by definition, everything that we do is creative in some way. And so outside of counting the creations on the accounting side and hiring the people, there, there are so many pieces of the business that inevitably bleed into the creative that it just, it just ends up being a little more complicated than, oh, I only get into the things that are my thing, my thing all, st all stay on the side of the ledger. Your ledger, my ledger, both of our ledgers, like the Venn diagram has a humongous overlap space, and that's part of what ends up being a little bit frustrating. It is what it is, you know. I, I, the my my the reality is, I'm glad we get to ask like, what's the one question, so that we can have this conversation again. I don't have an intention truly of bringing this up. I'm trying to find ways to organize the organization around solving this problem, rather than having to talk to you about how it feels, because. This is usually the way the conversation goes. I'm not doing this thing that you're feeling. I don't know what you want me to do. How are you going to get past it? Okay, no, I'm in. Not, that's, if that's what you're hearing, I literally said, how, how can I do this? What can I say? What language can I use? How do I, how do I navigate around it? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying oh, to do I, it I'm, right What I'm way. saying is I am going to do the thing that I think I can do best for this organization with process and meetings and milestones to create rooms of the right people being in them, you among the most important person in each of them, to make sure that the decisions are made sequence-wise in a way that actually facilitates this company getting things done in a way that never feels like just in time and doesn't undo decisions that were made because of a deadline and unavail and like the and with the unavailability of you because of travel, because of other priorities, because of whatever it might be, compromising the chance for the team to go do the thing that they said they need to go do and still have it done in a timely manner. So we're, we're, we're close. We're so much closer. But in real time, what is it like in real time because of the absence of that process and the absence of those meetings existing? There's been times in this role where that part has been harder for me. We're gonna fix oh, it's that. not. It's not that. It's that I hate repeating the same mistake twice, let alone 175 times. And so I know that it frustrates you or hurts your feelings. I'm trying to be a good partner, and I'm just. It, I I really f have tried very hard to consciously be like, nope, it's fine. Don't say anything. It's already done. Like that's not your area. Be quiet. Close your mouth. Like. And so to be consciously trying to do better and still feel like it's not enough is like so discouraging. Guess what? It's a it's a reflection of the the schedule. It's a reflection of 
having been out of town. It's it is. I a, wonder if like a, a relationship therapist would listen to this conversation and be like, "Oh my word, that's this. This is that." Probably. I, I hope mean, it's we not, have. I'm sure like, we have all of those things. I hope happening. it's like mommy and daddy modeling a good what it is to like agree and have a discussion. It is. A, the thing is, it is a discussion. As much as we've had it before, we'll probably keep having a version of this over time. And I, I think there's a way to organize the team and process our way through a thing that exists in organizations between partners. There clearly are other couples. There clearly are other founders who have brought in CEOs. There clearly are other interpersonal dynamics of people at the top of an organization that had to be figured out. And they didn't all decide to do it with giving up. <laughs> I, don't know what I should have started with a different point, clearly. No, I think that was, are you kidding? I think that that was incredible. That's a, it's a conversation to have. I, I don't know what I can say that I haven't yeah. already said. You need not say anything further. Uh, Let's get these meetings on the books. Let's get the process in place. We'll get the stakeholders around the table. I'm telling you, it's... I feel I feel super confident that the thing that I've represented as a real-time frustration is solvable. The thing that I thought when he asked that question, like, you should, you know, your partner, and I thought, like, oh, what would I say to Dave? What's it like to be in a relationship with me? The word that popped into my mind was emotional, meaning from – a one day to a neck to the next, I don't know what mood you're going to be in. Mm. I don't know if you're going to be in a let's go mood, or I don't know if you're going to be grumpy. I don't know if you're going to be tired. I don't know if you're going to be, I don't know. And I think I'm part of it is my own issue because I there's still some like codependence in me, and I want you to be happy all the time so I'm very tuned into your moods but I don't know and it's because I'm around you all day now too but I don't know what I'm gonna get and that feels hard I'd love to be happy all the time I'm super down for this plan <laughs> <laughs> I think but you know me and I, I obviously have moments of stress and whatever, but I really do try and recalibrate for being positive. And so it feels hard. Yeah. Because it's kind of um, not a like even line of it just feels like up and down and up and down and or like good, 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 good. And then. Not. I'm in. I mean, I I wish I could give you a super great answer about how to regulate my, like, feeling happy all the time. There is a very interesting correlation between me feeling happy and you feeling happy. So when you get overwhelmed, when you feel frustrated by work, when you feel, I, man, I'm a reflection of that, there's a huge correlation between the business stuff, the things that end up going wrong here and how I feel. We have many, many days where something has happened that was not planned to happen in a surprise, oops, look at that. And that's just a part of being an entrepreneur. And so 
there's an I, I it's a I gotta figure I gotta figure it out because it's not it doesn't feel sustainable necessarily to always be at the mercy of whether the office has had a good day. <laughs> yeah, because that ain't gonna happen. I think we're killing it over here, but it's there's you know if you're scaling a business, there's something interesting and hard that's happening every single day. That, that was the that was the only thing I thought of because you're my best friend and I love you and you are the best dad I've ever known and you take such good care of me and you work so freaking hard. Like it's just that. Yeah. And part of that is my own I, – I know exactly why that's a thing that is bothers me is because my dad was very emotional and not necessarily good emotions. He was high, high, high one minute and punching a hole in the wall the next. And so there's a part that when that feels like it's being – it's nowhere close to it, but it feels like it makes me nervous because I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. I, you know. Why is this making you emotional? Be, be, well, because I just want to be perfect and it's, you know, not, not a thing really. that exists. Are you being for real? No, no. I mean, like, you wishing that I was constantly happier more? No, you're, please was, hear me right. Please hear me right. That I was more predictable. No, just not. Just not so many, like it's more even keel instead of hmm. sort of. Well, I I mean, I don't like to hear that you wish that anything were different about me. So I, <laughs> you know, take things personally. Babe, this but... is the whole, whole conversation. This isn't. I didn't say I wished. Please don't put words in my mouth. The question was, what is it like to be in a relationship with you, the word that popped into my mind was emotional. Yes. <laughs> if there was a thing that I wish for in the season that we're working through, it's that I would feel more consistently like jazzed for it working well. And it's been hard. And so I'm still trying to like work through how to work through it being hard. Yeah. It's been freaking hard. And and great. Yep. But it's been hard. And so, you know, I cannot drink for eight months or and and have days where I'm, you know, struggling a little bit to deal with more positive coping mechanisms and maybe be grumpy. Or I can drink and be pretty mellow. <laughs> you know, like I feel like I'm doing my best and I know that you are. It's it's hard to feel like there's as many, you know, strung together everything's working the way that it's supposed to days when you are intentionally choosing super disruptive, challenging things like working together and the well, stuff that comes with the book and everything else like I don't I'm, think it's about uh, we are never going to have a place here where it is working like we will just this is reality as long as you work in this business or any business like this you will never have a single week where every day of the week everything worked i'm i know this not for even sure. five consecutive days no no no. I, the thing is i know this for sure but 
I think then the the intention becomes to to for me like the win is can I get through a week and be the person that I want to be all week long even when it goes to hell in a handbasket. Uh, yes. So please, I would like those instructions. I'm in. I like. I, I'm trying to have the habits in the morning, and you're doing all the you things. You know, it's like I, this is that. What this is truly is, this is entrepreneur life. This is not being a strong leader. This is not being a strong dad or a husband or a man or whatever. This is getting fired up about being an entrepreneur. Being a business owner, this just is what it is. And as much as, yes, this job absolutely stresses me out, I also genuinely get like, I feel high about the work we're doing. I might freak out four times inside my head in in a day, but I genuinely wake up and I'm like, oh my gosh, we get to go build this thing. And it's like, hey, this went wrong, but my gosh, we're going to, okay, we're going to work that out. We're going to figure this out. And we do. We, like, make traction. And even then the traction feels exciting. And it's like, like, yeah, it's dark or you're going through something, but then you're going to, like, launch Target or have a new documentary or, like, that's always coming. And you, it's like part of it is the thrill of, like, what you're building and it keeps leveling up. And to your point, we could just like do one thing forever and never change and never, but then we wouldn't get the excitement of this. I'm not, the thing, uh, for sure, uh, like this is one of those things that's, you know, like, again, I don't want to try and defend your perception or defend my, you know, having hard days and just deciding to sit in it, but I... I do think that part of what's different in this transition from where I was to where I am and the work that happened in trying to write the book and the decision to, instead of squashing or muting discomfort, try and sit in it and learn from it and grow from it, I'm doing that. Yay for growth. I'm growing. And I feel like so much more grown today than six months ago, than 18 months ago. But I also am okay with deciding that in the experiencing the discomfort, if I am uncomfortable and it sucks, it's an okay thing to just have a bad day and be, frankly, grumpy about it. Um, Now, I don't want to be grumpy for the rest of my life, and I don't think that this is a thing that creates a long-term grumpy person. I mean, I if it if it did, I wouldn't do it, you know? Like I I want to believe that as this becomes again more normal and we work out bugs and we figure out the solves that there are fewer days where it sucks. This is so funny cuz this is like literally the definition of us of external and internal because you believe I got to get a process. We got to get a plan. You believe that something external will change the way you feel. And I believe that only internal decisions can change the way you feel. I don't know what that means. Yeah, you do. Well, explain it more. So 
it doesn't matter what processes we get in place if we haven't done the work internally on ourselves to be able to manage emotional situations because there's it's something deeper. This is like internal work, not external. You can't plan your life well enough so that you will no longer be grumpy on bad days because bad days have nothing to do with the world and everything to do with how you internalize the world. That's good. Like you talk about this, right? Be the thermostat, not the thermometer. So you are in this instance, like you're reacting to your day. You are receiving the temperature of your day, not setting the temperature of your day. That's good. Yeah. There's always going to be something hard or funky or bad or I don't know. And maybe maybe I'm wrong and other people would disagree. Like, no, just you're allowed to be, to process emotions. Like here's an interesting, it's like, I'm going to get so much flack for this, but this is like really the way my brain thinks. There's always those um, things that say like it's it's okay to not be okay. And I'm like, no, it's not. I I hate that line. I hate that line because I think, yeah, we absolutely have seasons where things are hard and you don't feel okay, but you shouldn't sit in that. And And I guess part of it is because I come from a family – where people really sat in negative emotions and freaking held on to them for decades. That was a lot of the people in my family in my childhood, just like watching someone cling to hatred, cling to being pissed off, cling to, you know, I'm mad at the world. Like, and so you have to make a decision that you will change your heart. I mean, like, I, I, I don't disagree with this idea of thermostat thermometer. I mean, I subscribe to it. But I, you know, like, I think we both are, we're trying to navigate through heavy, heavy, stormy stuff. Hey, I'm going to really be cognizant of how frustrating it is for you when I... Uh, say something that's in opposition of a decision that you've already made. I'm aware that it is frustrating for you. I'm going to be very cognizant of that. Thank you. I appreciate that. I will work harder on being the thermostat, on trying my very best, regardless of what's happened in a day, to be consistent with the person I say I want to be as a partner and as a dad and show up well, even when things are not going well here, even when whatever stormy shit comes through town, it don't matter. I just got to show up and be consistent with who I say I want to be. Here's, I mean, here's the headline. Neither of us are interested in doing things that are going to unnecessarily create strain in our relationship. We both want to become better people Having accountability is a hallmark of who we are for each other. So good news. We get to have honest conversations about the things that are frustrating or the observations of the negative. We didn't spend any time talking about all the positive things. So we could have done a podcast talking just about positive stuff. We asked a hard question. What is it like to be with each other? Let's only talk about the negative thing. 
Rad. We talked about the negative thing. What a terrible idea for a podcast episode. No, here's the but... deal. If 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 couples have the courage to talk about the hard thing instead of just the positive stuff. If you have the courage to it's like that negative thing, it's like if that wasn't here, if that wasn't here, the relationship elevates again 10 levels. Like our relationship has been an evolution and it has been an evolution because we have done the work to get the hard thing resolved. And you cannot resolve the hard thing unless you call it and name it. I'm in. And what's interesting is that neither one of us are right. Do you know what I mean? Like what's it like to be in a relationship with you? And the word I picked was emotional. That's my perception of you. That doesn't make you wrong. That makes that's my perception of you. And in your instance, this thing that I'm doing at work, that's your perception of me. So then the question, it has nothing to do with do I need like, oh, do I need to change? It's do I love this person and want to be in a relationship with this person and want to work on this thing so that we can be more in love and more in touch and more on the same level. And if the answer is yes, then it's what is the work that I need to do to be a better partner to change your perception? And vice versa. That's a very well stated uh, point. I'm in. Totally agree. That's it. The end. (laughs) 